Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, it's Josh Vernier. Royal second baseman Nicky Lopez's 2021 started with a demotion. And it may end up with him taking a stranglehold on the shortstop position for this team moving forward and possibly an American League gold glove at the shortstop position. I spoke with him following an August series in Chicago at Wrigley. He grew up just outside of Chicago, grew up a Cubs fan. Spoke with him following that memorable series, a stretch in which the team was winning and Nicky was dominating. Dominated the Astros at Kauffman Stadium and then went on the road and continued to show out at the friendly confines. It's where our conversation begins on this episode of Vern on Baseball. Thanks for listening. What what does it feel like? Because uh, that, that sounds like a question that a media member or a fan would ask, but man, like a game Thursday against the Astros where you did everything. What, what's it like bouncing around on the field and just in the zone like that? Yeah, it's 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 awesome when, um, you know, this game is not – not really easily easy. So when you have a game that it, it kind of clicks, um, you know, on all cylinders, it's it's always uh, it's always a fun one to play. And you know, like I said, I'm just trying to just do my job each each and every day, whatever that may be. You know, I'm thankful to be moved up to the two hole, um, and now I'm. It's a little bit different of a role, obviously batting in you know in between Wit and Sal. So you know the mindset doesn't change, just trying to get on base, and then obviously. Um, you know, our pitchers bust their butt each and every day. So the least I can do is just make some plays behind them. So like last Thursday, that's that's what I try to do. And it, and it seems from my vantage point up in the press box, it, it seems as if you're just playing really carefree. Yeah, it's just um, it's one of those things where it's just a little uh, just playing with a lot of confidence. Um, I wouldn't say I didn't have confidence last two years or a couple of years, but you know, I'm going out there. I have a, just a, kind of a different demeanor and just kind of going out there and kind of playing with, you know, that attitude of, hey, I, I, I do belong here and I'm just going to go out and help my team win. And um, But the confidence is there on the offensive end and obviously on the defensive end too. So I think that's just the biggest thing is that that's been helping me this year. Is there a snapshot from Wrigley that isn't going to leave your mind anytime soon? Yeah, just, I mean, my first hit at Wrigley Field being able to be there with fans, having family and friends in, in attendance as well. That's something that will always stick with me. And then the Sunday game will always stick with me too. Because after after that Saturday night, obviously proposing, which was awesome um, to my girlfriend who or fiance now, who, uh, <laughs> who I've been with for six plus years um, that I met in, at Creighton and then going out and, and having a great game on on Sunday as well in front of family, friends. I think 
on Sunday, I had actually the most family and friends there out of the other two games. So a lot of people came out that Sunday and just to be able to do that and then obviously get a win and see our team click on all cylinders was um, was awesome and something I will I will always remember. Well, speaking of your fiance, how how responsible is she or what role does she play in, in where you're at today? She's been huge. Uh, she's been, you know, the one I lean on the most. She's always with me. So she is a travel nurse recruiter. So that allows her to roam around. So she's she's with me. She's in the, in Kansas City in the offseason and then wherever <laughs> wherever I go next. So um, she's always with me. So but she's been she's been, you know, the one I lean on the most. Obviously, my friends and family, but she's always there through the through the struggles, through the slumps, through and then through the through the good games. So, you know, I'm, I'm very, very lucky to have her. Going back to the, what you said about confidence, playing with, with confidence. Is there a time that you would point back to and say, I'm probably as confident as I've been since? Since the minor leagues. <laughs> I mean, I know it sounds pretty crazy, but I was I was a very confident player. Um and I'm, I'm one of the more humble guys that you'll, that you'll ever meet. But in the, and I say this with the, you know, as much <laughs> humble as possible, but in the minor leagues, I didn't really struggle as, as much. And then getting up to the big leagues is when, and then I started struggling. I struggled, you know, obviously in 2020 and I'm like, okay, this is kind of like the first adversity that I've hit. But this year, um, seeing my offensive end click, getting on base more, you know, working good counts, playing really good defense, um, scoring runs, and then obviously stealing bases now too, has kind of, you know, got me back to, you know, the minor league ways of what got me to the big leagues. And I think that's just the confidence that I need and the confidence that I I hope to just carry over each and every year um, from here on out. And uh, I, th- I don't think I've had that confidence since the minor league, so... Can you, I don't know if you, well, of course you watch video of yourself. Can you see that confidence? Because from, from our vantage, I mean, your body language out there, you're bouncing around like, like, like that guy that we all watched in the minors. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I can, and I, I watch, you know, video of me, you know, last year. And you can just see on my face where I was a little gun shy, kind of hesitant on everything, getting on base and not really looking for that extra base. And that's just not that's not who I was. It's not who I am. And then you look back at the minor leagues and I'm bouncing around, having fun. And I just had to get back to that mindset of just having fun, enjoying the game, um, enjoying everything about it, enjoying my teammates. You know, when you do that, it kind of takes a little bit less pressure off of you. And and you see your success kind of going up too. Um, if you just constantly think about yourself, that's when you kind of see your success kind of, you know, go down the drain. And been, it's been great. And then, um, you know, the confidence is there, and I just hope to keep it going. Yeah, that over-the-shoulder, over-the-head catch you made at Kaufman, yeah, that that was a guy where you're like, okay, he is just feeling <laughs> it right now. Get out of his way. Right. Uh, but but you, you talk about 2020 and then carrying it into to spring training. Was was spring training the – I mean, in, in a baseball sense, of course. Was, was that the lowest point of your professional career? Uh, it was the blessing in disguise. That's, that's what, that's how I, that's how I label it. It was the lowest of the low for sure. It was the gut punch going into the office. I know cuts were going to be made today. I wasn't playing well at all. I came off of a 2020 season where I didn't, didn't do well either. Did well defensively. Um, but 
on the offensive end didn't do well and then carried it over into the into spring training and then skip called me in his office and said that we're going to option you and i was pissed i was i was very mad but i i mean i couldn't blame them uh, it was me and uh but i i've said it was one of those things where i'd have, i'd have flipped the script and and instead of feeling sorry for myself i had to you know bust my butt those four or five days that i was down and um get to work because I didn't want to feel this way ever again. And I wanted to, uh, you know, show them that I kind of belong there and unfortunate circumstances. I was, I was called back up and uh, I just had to make the most of it. What feeling was the toughest to fight off? Uh, like anger at yourself or disappointment with yourself at others, bitterness with others. What, what was the toughest uh, mental battle that maybe you had to fight? It was knowing that I worked so hard to get to the big leagues and kind of thinking in my head that as like, this is not how it's supposed to be. You know, I've worked so hard and I've, I've done so well in the minor leagues. And then when I got to the big leagues, it was kind of a slap in the face. And, and then I got sent down and I was like, is that, this is not how it, this is not how it's supposed to be. I, I know I'm better than I'm, than I've shown fighting off the, you know, the anger of at myself and, but also kind of have to look at everything and be like, what, what is wrong? Like, why am I, why am I not hitting the fastball? Why am I swinging at balls out of the zone? Why am I not getting on base? And uh, kind of a little reality check and um, had, to, had to figure it out. And luckily I had Alex Zumwalt and, and JJ there for, for me to help me out. Showed me a video of back in 2018 when I had my best year in the minor leagues. And, hey, this is what you were doing. This is your setup at the plate. This is what you were keying on. This is, you know, you looked hitterish. Um, and look, he's like, and they're, they're saying, look at the joy that you had playing. And in those four days that I got sent down, it was kind of, like I said, it's a blessing in disguise because I was able to analyze everything and kind of look at myself in 2018 and be like, all right, I'm going to emulate that kid and I'm going to do it in the big leagues and see, see what happens. <laughs> it seems as if that's a story that thousands of big leaguers have had over the years, but you're a part of like 10% of those thousands that actually uh, had the self-awareness or the work ethic to, to to rectify the issues. What do you attribute that to as far as your makeup? Yeah, I've always been, I've always been the type of kid though, you know, growing up the smallest kid on the team, the one that's kind of overlooked freshman year of high school. I was almost, I almost made the B team because I was small and I didn't think I can throw it across the diamond. I was always kind of overlooked and it was kind of that chip on my shoulder that was kind of instilled in me from my parents, from my brothers, kind of always, hey, push forward. They saw what was what was good inside me and I, and I think it was just how I grew up. So when I got a gut, gut punch like that, it's like, all right, it's another chip on my shoulder. You know, I have to you know, outwork people. I have to do what I have to do to get back there and, um, I think everything that I learned when I was a little kid kind of, um, you know, took over and, but you can't do it alone. I would be very selfish if I said it was, it was all me because it wasn't, um, it was my family. It was my fiance. It was Alex Zumwalt, JJ. It was the, the minor league staff coordinators and the major league, you know, obviously staff and coordinators as well. So they've all kind of came together, <laughs> told me, Hey, this is what you did successful in the minor leagues. Let's do it again. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful and blessed to be in this organization. And uh, they really helped me out. It's crazy you mentioned the they didn't know if you'd be able to get the ball across the infield back as a freshman because 
the question this season when everyone knew you were going to be the everyday shortstop is does he have a second baseman's arm or is it a guy that can hold down the shortstop position? Well, I mean, it looks like you're going to be a finalist for the gold glove at the <laughs> shortstop position. So what message does that send? It's just another another thing is, you know, there's always going to be some naysayers, always going to be those guys that kind of overlook you. And I kind of love it. I love it when when people say negative things about me and because you're going to you're going to run into that. And uh, we're just kind of in a game. You know, I'm, I'm in a profession where people don't see eye to eye. People overlook you people. But I don't really care. And um, but that's one of those things is defense. I always take a lot of pride in. I've learned a ton from coach service at Creighton. He really got me into a mode where in a setup where when I got to the minor leagues, I didn't have to really change much of anything. Playing a lot of shortstop coming up in the minor leagues and obviously playing shortstop at Creighton and then um, moved over to second base. And then obviously if I have to move back to short, like I did this year, um, I was suited to do so. You've always viewed yourself as a shortstop, right? You were a shortstop playing second base, almost winning a gold glove last year. Right. right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, you talk about the kind of numbers that you, you put up in the past in the minor leagues. You, you brought that up very early on this season, like even before you started putting consistent work together like you have this year. And that always surprised me, impressed me, because some guys can, I would imagine, get to the big leagues. And, you know, so many people are trying to minimize what they did in the minors to go back and point and go, no, that's who I, I, I truly am. Man, I, I can't imagine the confidence ever got that low. I mean, I understand the moment when you uh, found out you were uh, not going to open the season with the guys. But to believe that that was always you, I feel like the confidence had to remain pretty steady throughout. Like it, it never went to zero or empty. Right. Yeah. No, it never went to zero. And I think that's what that's what helps or what helps you not reach that zero is your support staff is your, obviously, you know, my family, friends, uh, fiance. That's why you have to keep those people close because you're going to have to lean on them. But when I did, when I did get sent down, I did realize that I am not, I'm not being myself. I'm not playing the way that, you know, Nikki Lopez played. I'm not playing the way that I should be playing. I think the only thing I could have turned to is, all right, let's see what made me successful. Let's see what got me to this point because, you know, the organization told me multiple times, you don't, we, you don't need to change. This is who we want you to be. And I think what kind of, you know, hurt me a little bit is that, you know, I got a little bit bigger, got a little bit stronger in 2020. So seeing that the power numbers weren't there, I got a little bit wrapped up in those power numbers and trying to, you know, trying to hit for power, trying to hit, you know, the ball harder, trying to hit the ball farther. And, you know, now I'm not, I'm not buying into that stuff. I'm buying into getting on base. I'm buying into getting to the next base. How can I score? How can I touch home plate? How can I move a guy over and how can I play great defense? And that's, that's what I'm buying into because we got some guys on this team that will leave the yard and, and will pick up those power numbers. If I can be the guy that, you know, sets people up of, to get into scoring position and have people drive them in, then I'm doing my job. Is it on starting next year between you and Wit as you guys go for the stolen base crown in 2022? <laughs> uh, I don't. He's he's unbelievable at, at at stealing bases, and I'm and I've learned a ton from him, and I've learned a ton from Rusty. So, um, just being 
able to steal more bags than last year, um, <laughs> which I think what I was I over five or something like that. So I'm thankful to be able to learn a lot from Rusty and and see a lot of what Wit does and try to emulate it. And um, you know, as as years go on, I know I'll be, I'll get better on the base paths as well. But I don't really look at it as a, a competition. But if we can we can, we can both steal bases uh, at a at a frequent rate, that's going to be great. Not just Wit, but you know, hopefully Mondi's healthy all of next season. Maybe juniors up with you guys at some point next season. How, how do you view that with what you've done defensively, likely to be up for a gold glove, hitting consistently in the two spot? How do you view competition among teammates? Because on the outside, you know what medium fans do. We pit you guys up right. against one another, and it's either Bobby or it's Nikki or it's my. How do you view competition like that? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think that's the type of team that we need to be because ultimately we're all going to play together. <laughs> we're all going to be on the same team and we're all going to play together. And I think, I mean, I know the media and everyone, they kind of look at it as a competition, but in the inside the clubhouse, we view it as how can we make each other better? How can we bring the best out of each other? So being able to play with Mondi, obviously Witt and soon Junior coming up, is I think it's going to be a recipe for success and it'll bring the most out of us. And I know there's going to be some speed on the base pass for sure. And there's going to be some, um, you know, some good defense too. Bobby seems like the kind of kid that understands the role first year in a big league clubhouse seemed like he kept to himself. Mondi's always been endlessly polite, but always tough to get to know what, what's your relationship with those two guys? Oh, they're, they're great. I have the utmost respect for Mondi utmost respect for Bobby Witt. I've said that before. It's it's easy to root for those guys because they're such good people. You know, you see sometimes that, you know, guys with a crazy amount of success and they're not humble or they're not respectable guys. And it's hard to it's hard to look at them like that and, and kind of talk talk good about them. But these guys are so humble. So they do their job. They're they're great guys in the clubhouse, off the field. And um, it's easy to root for guys like that. So you know, I'm the biggest fans for those guys, biggest fans for Mondi and 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 Junior and obviously Wit. And that's something about our, our team, though, is that we have a lot of good, good dudes, a lot of guys that are easy to root for. And um, the future future is definitely bright, though. Speaking of that future, uh, Wit has said the team could do a better job of being more even keel over the course of the season. Said he thinks that's the lesson learned in that clubhouse this year. Would you agree, and what do you think your role is going to be in, in maintaining uh, even keelness, if that's a word, inside the clubhouse? No, yeah, definitely even keel. I think it's one of those things is we got to, you know, look forward to kind of just like we're doing this. I mean, this this stretch has been great. We're going in. We're, we're all, you know, hanging out in the clubhouse. We're a tight-knit group, talking to one another, you know, not very, not very tense, not very, you know, you know uptight. Um, and we're going out and we're, and we're putting a great product on the field We're we're pitching well, we're playing great defense and we're, we're, um, you know, clicking on the offensive end too. So I have said this before, it's just one of those things that when you have success like this, even though it's, you know, late in the season and, um, we're not where we want to be, but it's easy to take note of this and kind of look at it as like, all right, we're going up against, you know, a first place team and we're, we're holding our own and we're, and we're putting together really good games and it's, it's it's nice to see. And it's, it's kind of, you look forward to the future because it's like, all right, 
if we can do this and we can add some pieces, who knows what happens. When you, when you look at the arms you guys have, these young arms, I'm, I'm wondering if you could just give me a, a quick thing that impresses you from your vantage point at shortstop with Lynch, Hernandez, Bubich, Singer, those 2018, the under 25 guys. Yeah, the, the, the thing that impresses me the most is when they're their best, when they're having success, they're throwing all pitches, all their pitches for strikes. They're throwing, they're commanding the zone. They're going right at these hitters. And, you know, they're not, I wouldn't say veterans, but they're not veterans yet. And they're, they're attacking, they're going right at them. And that's what, as an infielder, that's what we like. That's what we like. We like action. We like balls put in play or obviously strikeouts, but when you go right at them, um, it's easy to play behind guys like that. And, um, you know, there, there are some bulldogs on the, on the mound and, uh, and they're only going to get better too. So this is this is awesome to see. Awesome to see that they're having some success, and uh, we look forward to them continuing it. Nastiest pitch currently in the rotation is is which which offering pitch? Oh boy, a singer sinker is is pretty when it when it's on. That thing is uh, that thing is moving <laughs> quite a bit, but obviously. Uh, I like I like seeing Carlos Hernandez light up the the radar gun as well. Everyone likes feel a little bit of velo. So when he's hitting, you know, 99, 98, 100 as a starting pitcher, that's that's pretty special as well. He seems like he can lean on you in the box. I would not want no, him. He's a big boy. No question. Nikki, thank you very much for the time today. Best of luck. Keep it up, man. Uh, really, really enjoy watching your ball out there, man. I appreciate it, Thank you so much. That's Royal Shortstop. Nikki Lopez, and this is Vernon Baseball. Please subscribe and rate. Thank you very much for listening and be looking for the next episode next month here on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.